Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I am bringing you today's word for June 11, 2019. I'm teaching a series entitled The Power of Fellowship. And in this series, I'm teaching on fellowshipping with God first, and then I'm going to teach on fellowshipping with man. And I'm at the point of the series where this is part 29 of the series. I've only kind of taught on fellowshipping with God thus far. And I want to transition into fellowshipping with man but there's a few things that the Lord wants me to address before I do so. So this is part 29 of the series. I'm still dealing with fellowshipping with God. The title of today's message is trusting and obeying what you are hearing, trusting and obeying what you are hearing. So one of the things I have to deal with before I close out this portion of fellowshipping with God is something that comes up all the time is hearing the voice of God, trusting and obeying what you're hearing. I'm talking about today, hearing the voice of God. So when I teach on hearing the voice of God, invariably people come up to me and say, well, Rick, help me understand. What does that look like? Are you talking about like an audible voice where, you know, it's like the Lord says, Hey son, I want you to do this. No, that's not what I'm talking about. So I've been walking with God for 24 years and um, there's only one situation in those 24 years where I'm not sure. I believe I may have heard an audible voice. It happened in Texas. I may have heard an audible voice, but then again, it probably maybe it wasn't. So honestly, I, I can't not tell whether or not the voice was audible or not. Uh, but other than that one isolated incident, I know that I hear from God like all the time, uh, pretty much hear from God every day. Uh, but it's not like an audible voice, right? So some people have heard an audible voice. So I'm not saying that God can't, God is God. He can do whatever he wants. So some people have heard an audible voice, uh, but I have not, right? Other than that one time that maybe that happened, I'm not sure. But what I do know is this, is that you can talk with God like a man talks to his friend. That's Exodus 33 and 11. That's what Moses did. You're supposed to have a relationship and fellowship and intimacy with the father and you can talk to him and he will talk to you. So in John 10, Jesus made that clear. He made it clear that, listen, he kind of gave this analogy where he's a shepherd and we're sheep. Um, and, 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 you know, one thing about sheep is sheep have a terrible sense of direction. They don't know where they're going, but it doesn't matter. They don't need to know where they're going just as long as they know who they're following. And so, you know, they follow the shepherd. And so Jesus was like, I'm the shepherd, you're the sheep. My sheep, you know, hear my voice and the voice of a stranger, they will not follow. This is actually what he said in John, I'm going to quote for you, John 10 and 5, and then also John 10 and 27. So in John 10 and 5, Jesus said, but sheep, he was talking about the difference between his voice and the voice of a stranger or the voice of the enemy. He says, but sheep will never follow someone that they don't know. They will run away from him because they don't know his voice. That's a stranger's voice. So, but my sheep, he said in verse 27, listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. How do they follow me? They're following me by listening to my voice. That's the analogy that Jesus gave. He's like, no, well, I'm the shepherd, you're the sheep, my sheep hear my voice, the voice of a stranger they will not follow. So the voice of God, like I said, in my experience is not an audible voice, but more like an inner knowing. It's just like this, like you just know, you know it down on the inside. It's a thought that you get on the inside. Um, and then you must learn to discern the difference between a thought that came from God, a thought that came from Satan and a thought that simply just came from you, right? And so, so you, and that, that takes time and it takes practice. And while you're learning to hear the voice of God, 
you're going to actually have to build up the confidence to trust it, to trust what you're hearing, and then to do what you believe God is saying. And so I like to teach by both precept and example. So I'm going to give you an example of, of two incidents that happened to me just weeks apart back in 2005. Um, and so when these things happen, and, 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 and you're going to hear, one of the things that I try to make it clear is that when I give you stories, right, I, I try to make sure that I'm not the hero of every story, because honestly, we don't always get it right. So in this case, I'm definitely not the hero of the story, because I got it wrong twice, back to back, just weeks apart. But just because you don't always get it right, doesn't mean that you don't keep trying. And the more you try, the more you will learn to hear the voice of God and then obey what God is saying. But let me say this, if you never try, then you're going to get it wrong 100% of the time. So you have to learn to walk with God and to practice. I mean, this takes practice for you. You practice everything else. Why don't you practice hearing the voice of God? All right, so let me just tell you what happened. So there's two incidents that happened just weeks apart. So the first incident happened, uh, I was living in Evans, Georgia at the time. This was 2005. And, um, and I can remember it like, you know, what I'm about to tell you, I can still remember it like it was yesterday. So I was living in Evans, Georgia. I was in my local Walmart that was just a few miles from my house. And as I walked through the Walmart by myself, running an errand, the Holy Spirit kind of highlighted a lady to me. And she, I looked at her and, and she was, I can still see her right now. And so she was there and kind of going through some shirts in the woman's section. And the Holy Spirit says to me, I kind of uh, inner knowing, I hear the Holy Spirit says, tell her that I love her. She needs to hear it. I'm talking to her and I'm telling her that I love her, but she's not listening to me. So go over there and tell her that I love her. <laughs> and I would love to tell you that I obeyed God, right? Because I'm a man of God. I would love to tell you that, but I didn't. This is how I responded. This is literally how I responded to the Holy Spirit, right? I'm saying you talk to God like a man talks to his friend. So I say to God, hey, I'm from Brooklyn. I don't know that lady. People from Brooklyn don't do that. I'm not going over there and saying anything to her. I don't know how she's going to respond, right? You know, and I'm like, there's no way. I'm not going, you must be crazy. I'm not going over there. And so, as you can see, I was more concerned with, with her response towards me than actually the will of God. Um, and in this case, I was pretty sure that this was God saying this. So this. This was not like Satan saying, go tell her that I love her. No, this was this was God. I was pretty sure it was God, but I didn't, I just, no, no, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing that, right? So, okay, fine. So while I'm standing there, and, and the, the Lord is telling me to do it, and I'm refusing. So while I'm standing there, right in front of me, this man walks up to her and says, excuse me, um, I don't normally do this. Actually, I never do this, but I believe God wants me to tell you something. God wants me to tell you that he loves you. God loves you. That's it. And he walked away. He was like, I, I did it. Like, let me get out of here. And, and the woman right there, like holding on to one of the shirts or whatever, she broke down crying. She broke down crying right there in Walmart in front of me, and I felt terrible. And then the Holy Spirit says, see, I had a blessing for you, but you didn't do it. And so I had to send someone else. And that man over there, he got your blessing. So I repented, right? As the good believer, the good son of God that I am, I repented. I said, okay, Lord, I'll never do that again until it happened again a few weeks later. So a few weeks later, 
I was preaching this time. So now I'm preaching the gospel, right? And so I'm up on stage behind the pulpit, hundreds of people in the congregation. I'm preaching the gospel and I'm getting to the end of my message. And right when I'm getting to the end of my message, the Holy Spirit kind of illuminates a lady that's like on the fourth row. I could still see this lady. She was on the fourth row, right in the middle on the fourth row to the right. And so I look at her. I'm preaching, but you know, I kind of, Holy Spirit, like pay attention. I'm like, okay, what's up? And the Holy Spirit says, this lady, she's concerned about her daughter. Tell her that her daughter is fine and that she's going to be okay. I'm with her daughter, right? Now I'm preaching while all of this is going on. And, and I start having a conversation with the Holy Spirit because now the stakes are higher. I'm on stage. I have a mic. All these people are looking at me. You must be crazy. I'm like, no, no. First of all, I don't know this lady. She was not a member of our church. She was a visitor, right? So this is what I say to God. This is, this is me because I'm a man of God, right? I would love to tell you that I did the right thing, but I didn't. So I say to God, I am not saying that. Now, this is not, I didn't say this out loud, right? I'm saying this in my mind, in my heart while I'm preaching. And I'm still preaching, but I'm saying to the Holy Spirit, no, I'm not saying that. Are you crazy? Well, I don't know this lady. I'm in front of all these people. What if this lady, right? What if I say that? And this lady looks at me and says, uh, sorry, I, I don't have a daughter. <laughs> you, so if she says that, then what, how, how am I going to look? And so I was more concerned with me. I didn't want to get embarrassed. I was more concerned with me and how I was going to look than, the, than doing the will of God. And the Holy Spirit was persistent. He was like, say it, say it. And I was persistent in my defiance. No, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. So I finished preaching and I, I would normally do the altar call, but that particular day, for whatever reason, maybe because I was being defiant, I didn't do the altar call. I finished preaching and I gave the mic to my pastor at the time, Bishop Richard Peoples. And so Pastor Peoples got up, he grabbed the mic, he walked up the, the few steps to get on the stage. He turned around and immediately, like, it, like, like he, the first thing that came out of his mouth, he turned around. And immediately he looked at the same lady and said, daughter, come here for a minute, please. He says, the Lord has heard your prayers. The Lord said, he is with your daughter and she's all right. Don't worry. She's just fine. And the lady lost it right there at the altar. And I felt about this big, right? I felt terrible. And so the Lord visited this woman's house and she got what she needed to get. Because someone was obedient to the voice of God and trusted what he was hearing. And that someone was not me. So at that point, I was like, that's it. I'm never going to let that happen again. And thankfully, since then, I just say what I believe God is saying. Look, if I miss it, I miss it. If I said something and it didn't happen, then it was me and it wasn't God. And I would rather look stupid than miss God. Forget it. I'm going to say what I believe God is saying, no matter what, point blank period. This is how the will of God is performed in the earth, right? So what does this mean to you today? I've already covered a lot of things. So I'm going to just give you three quick things for you this morning. Here we go. Number one, you are God's sheep. This is what Jesus said in John 10. As his sheep, you're supposed to hear his voice. And this is how God will lead and guide and direct you. And he also said that the voice of a stranger you will not follow. So number two, while you're attempting to learn the voice of God, you have to learn to discern the difference between God's voice, something God said, between Satan's voice, something Satan said, and between your own voice, something that you came up with, these thoughts, it's going to take practice. You're not going to get it right all the time, but you will get it wrong 100% of the time if you never try. So it has to, you have to start now. It takes practice, right? Just start practicing 
I believe that's what God said. Let me try it. Let me do it. Let me attempt it. And that's how you're going to learn the voice of God. And number three, and finally, as you are learning to hear the voice of God, you got to trust what you're hearing. Do what you believe God is leading you to do, even if you wind up missing God. Listen, I've missed more. I had missed God more times than I want to acknowledge. But you will never hit a home run if you don't take the swing. You will never walk on water if you don't get out of the boat. You have to try. You, you got to know God through experiences. That's what this series is about. Fellowship with God. Know God through experiences. As you do what you believe God is leading you to do, whether you, whether you hit or miss, listen, because you will mess up sometimes. But even if you mess up, you know what's going to happen? Those experiences are going to draw you closer to God. That's what happened with me. These two experiences really helped me draw closer to God because I messed up. And because I messed up, I repented and I got closer to God. And this is part of your experience with God. This is part of walking with God and allowing God to walk with you. This is how you fellowship with God. And I really trust that, that you're enjoying this series because I like to give you precept and example. I'm teaching you what the word of God says, and then I'm giving you real life examples because I really want you to draw closer to God because if you do, he would draw closer to you. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to lift up your voice and say this. Say, Father, you are my good shepherd. I am your sheep. I hear your voice, the voice of a stranger. I will not follow. I learn to discern the difference between the thoughts that come from you, thoughts that come from Satan, and thoughts that simply come from me. As I learn to discern your voice, by faith, I declare that I do what I hear. I have the faith to trust my hearing and to perform your will. This is how you lead God and direct me. This is how I walk with you and you walk with me. This is how I become the man or woman I was birthed to be. I hear and obey the voice of my God. I declare this by faith. In Jesus' name, amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org. There's a subscribe button. Subscribe. Get the messages. They're going to be a blessing to you. Walk into this day right now and determine in your heart that you are going to open up your heart to the voice of God. You're going to attempt to do what you believe God is leading you to do, even at the risk of looking foolish. So what? You are going to learn to have experiences with God. And then do me a favor. Before you leave the screen, share this message on your social media, on your timeline, with your friends. I love you and God loves you. Have an amazing day. God bless you.